You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Is it time to put the heat back in your relationship with breakfast, but a hot breakfast just sounds like too much work? Well, it's time to head over to the egg aisle and pick up Just Crack an Egg. It's a hot, fluffy breakfast scramble that'll have you back in hot breakfast love in less than two minutes. All you've got to do is add a fresh egg to their hearty breakfast fixings, then stir, microwave, and reignite your love of breakfast. And something else you'll love about Just Crack an Egg is that it has no artificial flavors, dyes, or preservatives. But even better is how fluffy and cheesy and delicious it is. It comes in seven different varieties, including their three brand new kinds, veggie, southwest style, and a protein-packed scramble. Or you can just stick to the classics like Denver or All-American. So don't wait for the weekend to get a little hot, hearty breakfast love in your AM. It's time to run with your arms wide open to the egg aisle and take breakfast back with Just Crack an Egg. Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. This is Abel. And this is his wife, Rosie. Um, we're going to get straight into it. It is something that's very unplanned and uh, we just, I want to I share it with you guys because I'm at a place where I can kind of look from the outside in and I, I see the way that it's been affecting our relationship. Something's been going on, I want to say for, what would you say, babe? Ever. <laughs> ever? It, ever, it, it is. Um, it's... It's something that's real, but that I guess comes in and out and is mm. going on right now. So it's not always like this. I don't want to say ever. It like it's fluctuates like this, in but, intensity. But it's always been a huge difference between you and I. Yeah. And sometimes those differences really start to strain the marriage. Sometimes differences in people um, strengthen the marriage if you use it correctly. Yeah. But in this case, it comes around so hard sometimes that it really affects the marriage and is putting a strain. So that is negativity. Negativity comes in and out of me a lot in in life, and I just I, I really got to be honest in in that I've I've always been a negative kind of a person. Yeah. I've always been a very half empty people. You call yourself a realist. I call yourself a pes. I call you a pessimist. Yeah. Um, you call yourself very logical. I call you lack of faith. Mm -hmm. And that's just, it's really tough in the sense that because one, I am the opposite. Yeah. I am very half, I'm very, like the glass is half full. Mm -hmm. I am very, everyone has something beautiful in them. Um, I might go to the extreme and only, and choose to only see the beautiful in people, whether yeah. it's physically or emotionally or in some way, or I see the negative and I just push it away. And that can sometimes cause problems because um, I keep getting hurt by the same people. But with the relationship, it's really hard for a positive person to be joined with a negative person, especially when it's, well, either way, because I believe, you know, that women are cheerleaders mm -hmm. of the man. That's part of the, she is the helper that the Bible calls us. I believe we are, we can only do so much. The man has to self-motivate. The man has to self-pick up. He has to pick himself by his bootstraps. Um, 
it sometimes feel like I have to do it all because you're already looking at everything negative. Yeah. Whether it's a business or a house or everything, it's just, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad because it's always bad because my life is bad. And, mm. and I'm honestly just really worn out, babe. I am worn out and I get to the point where I don't want to be around you because it's just work for me. Yeah. It's like, how am I going to lift him up today? What can I say? What verse can I send? What prayer can I do? What words can I say to make his world a better place? And it's not that I have to say it or do it. It's that nothing works. I get you. Um, just to give you guys background, I mean, I, I go through, I think everybody goes through seasons in life where honestly, just sometimes it's good. And then there's just these patches in your life where just everything feels like it's falling apart or going wrong and stuff like that. And that's really when I get super, super negative. And and that's where I affect our relationship to another level. It, but everyone has good and bad seasons. I know. I, I, I agree with you. There are people that have good and bad seasons but still have a positive outlook. I think I agree with you 100%. I think that that's, that's my issue in that for whatever reason, because of the way I grew up or because of my past or whatever, it, it's not an excuse necessarily, but I've kept doing the same things that I've always done in my well, life. Well, that's where I think there's an issue. It's the fact that you already know and that you're not using the tools that you have to come out of that. Mm. At this point, I, it's your fault. At this point, it's, you know, you know, if you were ignorant to the fact that your family battles with depression, that you battle with depression, if you were ignorant to that fact, I'd give you some slack and I have given you slack. Mm. But this is almost eight years into our marriage and... I'm I'm running out of gas. And not only that, I need to be motivated too. And I can't find that in you. That that's one of the things that have has has really hurt me for you. Not like hurt me, but like, oh, how dare you say that I don't motivate you or something like that. Cause I mean, I, I do try to motivate you, but it, it does hurt me because I do understand the whole cheerleader concept that a woman is a cheerleader and that and that you need it back. For sure. And and it's... I go through I feel fears bad. too. I feel bad looking at it when... Because there are certain moments when I'm going through this stuff where I'm just dark and dark and dark and I just... I don't see anything and I don't think about anything else other than what's going bad in my life or, or, or that this messed up and that messed up. No matter how big or small the mess up is, how easy it is to fix it or how hard it is to fix it, it just becomes this big thing in front of me and... And it's just this, it's just this huge issue even though it's really not. And then I look back at me when I act like that or when you s express how you're feeling or how you're exhausted or from trying to lift me up or cheer me up and stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, that sucks. That sucks. And, and I feel, I feel sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry for you for having to go through that. And, and you know, and I know everybody says this, but I, I mean, I don't want to be this way. The thing is, is I don't know why this negativity comes in so much. But I, I knew I know that I want it gone. You know? I, I know that I don't want it to, to How do you keep battle? affecting. How do you battle something? How do you win your battles? And we all battle with something. If I battle with a with a bad attitude or if I battle with a quick mouth, if I battle with disrespect, I know it. You've been telling me these things for the past seven years. How do I at seven years of being married to you keep saying, I don't want to be like that, Abel? But I am. Like, how do you battle? What specific 
tools do you have in your pocket to be like, dude, darkness is coming in. This is how I battle. Because I know when bad attitude is coming in, Mm. I know what to do. I step away. I take a nap. I pray. I shut my mouth. I leave you alone. I put myself in a better place. I go work out. There are different things for me to battle my bad attitude. I disconnect from work because everything, the stress of going to work. So I have to give myself some time. See, I know these things because I've thought about it and I've analyzed it and I've fought it and I want to win so badly that it's not just wanting, it's having a plan and it's executing it. I want to be thin. So I have a plan. I eat well and I go to the gym. So I'm asking you, you know, and I'm I'm frustrated you guys and we're real and you can hear it in my voice. What is your battle then? If you tell me I don't want to do this anymore, tell me what your plan is then. Because you've been like this for weeks. You, you've been like this maybe months. And I told you when you came back from Miami, dude, it's going to get dark, man. Please mm. watch it, Abel. Please, life is different in Miami at La Voz than it is at home. Mm-hmm. This is stress. This is full of work. This is kids yelling. And, and what makes me sad is that the whole house becomes like this. So what is, tell me, what it is, what, tell me how you battle this or you just allow yourself to be engulfed in darkness because it's easy. No, I mean, I don't, no, I'm battling it all the time. How? To be quite honest with you because, I mean, I could easily just become dark and depressed and not want to get out of bed and not want to play with the kids. Because mm-hmm. I try, I do try not to bring it in. I, I understand that there's something between us that, that there that there just becomes this this barrier where you know what I'm feeling, but I don't try to let the kids know that you know I don't try to I don't start I don't stop being funny or playing with them or acariciándolos or anything like that and and stuff like that so I don't I don't I don't want to ever bring that stuff home, but I mean you're the only one that really knows me so you will know when I'm different. You will, you know my posture, and you know my eyes, and you know my stares and glares, and 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 thinking, and what's going on in my head, or at least what type of thing is going on in my head. So you know me very well. But I, I, I am battling. I battle every day. Every How? day I wake up. Every day I wake up with a different mentality. I don't wake up and 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 feel like this is going to be another bad so, day. So I wake up and your I, bad day is based on good things happening. So if nothing goes wrong with the house, then it was a good day. See, you are reacting. You're not acting on life. You're right. You're right. So so our family life is based on this contractor. Our family life is based on your barber. Our family life is based on what happens at work. Mm. And whatever they do is going is going to come home because you are not your your good and bad days evaluation cannot be based on what happens around us. That is where people get engulfed. Like I said, and like the word says, it rains on the just and unjust alike. Everyone has good and bad days. It is how we react to them. And if we know that we're susceptible to darkness and negativity and, and, and depression, and we allow that darkness to engulf us, then there has to be a plan that you have. To battle it so that I don't... Ha- what, what I'm frustrated at, babe, mm. is that I feel that I'm battling for you. I'm battling for you. And I can't, able because I'm battling for me. Because I'm battling for three kids. I feel you. I mean, I completely understand what you're saying, babe. 
You're battling by wishing. And You're battling by wanting to be better. I need to know what you do to be better, not I, want to be better. Every day I wake up and I plan things. I plan on how I'm going to do it and how I'm going to execute it. I take my time. I don't try to rush things. And then things. you get upset when those plans don't and, come through. And yes, that's, that's what so I So then fail. we already lost. No. We did because your plan, our plans are never going to come through, babe. Not 100%. Yeah, you're right. Not in anything. You're right. So if you're basing life on or your happy day, if t- today is going to be a good day, if these 10 things happen mm-hmm. my way, dude, that, that's the saddest way to look at life because at least seven of them won't happen your way. Mm-hmm. You can't control anything, Abel. You can only control you. And you get lost in these other things, in these other people. Sorry, I dropped my phone. In, in life. So if you're planning your day and saying, if it's not raining, if the house is done, mm-hmm. if my bills are paid, if my kids aren't sick, and if they don't cry at night, and if my wife and I have good sex, then it's a good day. Well, guess what? Four of those things already went out the window. The house isn't done. The the one of the babies is sick. The other one did cry at four in the morning. And you and I aren't good. So I, it can't be based on things that are happening, babe. I, I understand. I, I get where you're coming from. I don't. I don't think I'm sick or or there's something wrong with me or I got one of those things, those mental issues that people have said or that they run to or or that they use or you know i i don't think i'm none of those things i think i just i'm struggling with being a pessimistic person in a lot of in a lot of areas of my life and and i and i can only imagine how exhausting that's been i've been reflecting for the last day and a half since we had a conversation about what that must be like for you about what that what you must live through, what you must go through every day. And and it hurts. It hurts to know that you're going through something like that. Because you don't need that kind of stuff. Because when I married you, I didn't plan. I didn't I didn't want this. My plan was not to be more of a of a weight or for you to need to lift me up. My plan was to give you a better life than than you have ever had. My plan was to 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 stop to stop the hurt uh, from male relationships and to also give you the best um, the best life that you could have. And in, in, in many in ways, ways you have, and I, in many many and in, many ways, in and, most ways you have. And I know that I because of me, there has been there have been things that have changed in you where you aren't as as um, half full. You don't look at things as half full because I, I've changed you in that because I'm looking, I've been so negative. And so I just, I, I've been, I've been calling out to God and I'm like, dude, like, why, why am I so negative? Why am I so upset? Why am I so frustrated? Why can't I just be just like free and understand that things are going to happen when they're going to happen? And I just, I just, I, I have issues with letting go, with letting go of control. Well, that's your fear. Because people that have control issues are really battling with the fear issue. Their fear of losing again, their fear of going through the same thing, the fear of getting hurt, the fear of failing. So you feel that you have to have control of everything. You don't trust God. You don't trust God with the finances for this house. You don't trust God for the timing for this house to be ready. Yeah. I, you guys, um, what's driving us here is the fact that we're redoing my mom's house from top to bottom 
bottom to top, whatever. And it's not ready yet. And they told us three months and everyone told us that that was ridiculous, that it'd never be done. We're six months in. Um, I didn't think it'd be three months, but my, my hopefulness was like, well, maybe it'll be four or five months. Yeah. It rained a lot and Edison took long and the contractor isn't being awesome anymore. And it now we're in six months. We probably have a couple weeks to go and we're exhausted and we just want this to be done. We both are the thing is, and yeah. that's what I need you to know. Yeah. Is that what you feel? I yeah, do too. I it's not only you. I know. Babe. I'm not here every right. day, but I get tired too. I get scared too. I get worried too. I want to be home too. But no one's telling me, hey, Rose, it's going to be good. I got to tell me. I've been alone long enough to say, ain't no one going to cheer you on, Rosie. You do it yourself. No one pats each other on the back and says, come on, baby, you got this. Not in my family. You learn to do it on your own. You learn by watching other people do it. There is no babying. I got babies. I got a baby. Do I, would I want to? Yes. I'd want someone to call me and say, your house is going to be ready in a week and it's going to be paid off. I don't have that. So I got to do it. The crazy and hard part is, is when I got to do it for the both of us because you're not doing it for you. And that's where the weight becomes too much because I barely have enough energy and faith for me right now because I'm wasted and I'm tired and I'm digging and I'm going to the well to fill me up and I fill you up as much as I can. The thing is, is that you're insatiable. It's an empty hole at the bottom that will never get full. And that's when I'm tired. When I'm like, I went to the well, I went to Jesus, I got word for you totally oh it's nice babe that's what the word is to you oh it's nice babe good word but you don't hold on to it you don't live by it you don't grab it you don't reread it you don't meditate on it to make it real in your life the word to you the bible to you is just a good story and to me it's not to me it's really what i grab onto. i repeat all day to myself he will supply all my needs in I repeat it until I believe it, until I'm, you know what? Those 10 cents in my bank account one day, he came so through. He, I've never gone hungry. I've, we've always had the bills paid. Why am I worried? He, you know, I, and I know that. I know that he's always been there. I know that we don't have to worry. I know that he takes care of us. And I, I honestly believe it. I just sometimes when I get into those positions, I feel like I'm in this black hole and I just keep falling and there's no pit. There's no end to it. But honestly, I balance this fine line of wondering how much is faith and how much is actions. What do because, you mean? because the Bible does tell us that, that, that good actions without faith is no good. And same thing with vice versa. Faith, faith without, without actions. actions is dead. Right. So if you have faith, but you're not taking action based on that faith, then that faith is dead. Then it's worthless. So I could say... I want to be a supermodel, but I'm not taking any actions on it because I'm not tall enough, because I'm too old, because whatever. So I don't eat well. So I don't, you know, I'm not interested in fashion. So I'm not networking. Well, then it's that faith is dead. You're just wishing, girl. You're just saying, 
things that sound good, which you're really not going to do. Okay, and then I, I feel like I'm doing the opposite, where I'm believing that God can can just come through and finish this, and we can be in our home, and, and everything just be okay. But you're still putting all just, the weight on Abel and none of it on God. All the weight's on you. I feel like I'm just I'm just trying to work and get it done. And, and Then why are you unhappy working for us, working for God? Then why are you unhappy doing what you're supposed to be doing? Because if in that case, when we're in our element, when we're in our assignment, when we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, then at least we're joyful because we're doing it. Yeah, I guess I've just gotten frustrated because of time. I guess. And in that, we all pay. Because you can't control time, dude. And that's dude. not fair. And that's not fair, and I agree. If and, you're and frustrated I know, I know. about time, then... You're really, really losing that battle because you will never win the battle of time. You can't change it. You're right. You can't control it. So you're telling me that until this house is done, you're just going to be upset. And I don't want to. And, and and I know I'm not the only guy that goes through this. And I, I'm sure that almost... I'm sure that at least 80% of households go through this right. where the wife is trying to uplift and hold up the family and the, and, 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 and the husband's just upset and bothered and, and all this stuff. I, I, I know, I know. And, and I don't, I don't want this for us. I don't want this for anybody because it's a, it's, it's hard. It's draining on our marriage and I don't want that at all. I mean, you're right. No, I, I shouldn't wait for this to be done. Cause then that, that's like kind of, that's not fair. Like, how is everything in our life going to be like, wait until this before I can be happy. Wait yeah. until this before I can be happy. Because that's not fair to you. That's not fair to my kids. I mean, honestly, more importantly, that's not fair to you. That's not fair to you. Because out of everybody in this world, you know me. And you know when I'm when I'm trying. And you know when I just am happy. Yeah. I know when you're pretending. and I, And I thank you for it. Because I'm like, he's trying for me. So I just stay quiet and I, I receive it. But I, I, for you, I wish that joy was real. And I don't expect you to be happy all the time, babe. I know that. That's why I'm here. Because we both will have bad days. And when you have a bad day, I, I want to be the person to pick you up. I want to be the person to hug you. And I pray to God to give me the right words to uplift you and, you know, hold you. And then know that yeah, he'll be sad for a couple of days. Whatever could have happened. But maybe on the fourth day, he's just going to be back. Because maybe I need him on the fourth day. I know. The thing is, in in this month, I've needed you. And I haven't even told you. There is no point. I'm going through my things and carrying yours at the same time. And I'm just tired. Yeah. I think men get like this when there's a financial issue. I think you guys are wired to support us, wired to secure our home. I think women get better when there is a relationship issue, when there is something, you know, that is there's there's lack of forgiveness or they feel that they're doing so much at home and don't get help, you know? So it's not only you and it may be your situation and I don't ever want to say that I haven't been where you where you've been I just think the bounce back, my bounce back is much quicker. Yeah. And I've been depressed. Like I've been depressed people for three whole months and you held me through 
Like, really held me through. Like, he'd whisper in my ear, baby, today's going to be a good day. Baby, you can get out this bed. And you would literally guide my whole day with your words. And I would, okay, I'm going to get out of bed. And I'm going to shower. And then Abel said that I'm going to make breakfast. And then, I'm, you know, and then today's going to be a good day. And, or, and I would do it just remembering that's what he said. And it was like three in the morning when you'd whisper it in, me, in my ear before you left. So I never want to say that you haven't done this for me. You have. You completely have, I'm talking about um, it coming back so often, more often than it was yeah. before to where I'm, I'm telling you, babe, I'm exhausted. I can't anymore. I, I, you know, I text him today. I think I should stay away from you for a little bit because I can't carry your burden anymore. I I can't. It's, I, I get annoyed thinking, what words do you say, Rosie? what bible verse i know what that's like i I understand what you're saying and and that that is heavy as hell to be like damn what am i going to be able to do because when i see her or him he's not going to be okay and how am i going to cheer them up how am i going to make things better i don't know what else to say now i feel like i've said it all i i get it i get it and you're right because what, what drives your joy is circumstance and i can't change your circumstance i can't make this house be done so I can't, there's nothing that I can do. I am out of tools. I've used them all on you. And what you want to hear is the house is done. And that sucks, babe, because situations are going to happen. The, Jesus said in this world you'd have affliction. So if we're going to be based, if our joy, if our family peace, if our unity, if our sex life, if our days are based on the affliction than everything. Everyone's screwed. Cause oh, I'm gonna be. I'm sad because it rained today. <laughs> it's, it's gonna rain, girl. You can't change the rain. Yeah. Why are you gonna be sad? You know, like I'm not telling you to pretend to be happy, but I'm gonna get sad all of winter. You know, I have to find my joy in a different source, and I cannot be the source of your joy. No, I and, and I learned that a long time ago. I think we learned that mm-hmm. um, a, a while back, and I know I know that you, I know that you you cheering me up is is exactly that is help it's it's cheerleading it's but you're not you can't it's be a, what makes me happy it's a supplement yeah get me it's not the base I I am simply a supplement of a different deeper source we'll be right back after the break. All right, let's be honest. In life, we all struggle through things. Whether it's depression, anxiety, or stress, whatever it might be. Or relationship issues, but where do you find a good counselor? That's why there's BetterHelp.com. Yes, they have 3,000 U.S. certified counselors all over the 50 states. And guess what? It's your time, your way. The best part is it's available worldwide, 24 hours a day, and there's four ways to communicate. Yes, you can text them, call them, FaceTime them, even email them, and it's so safe and convenient. We have a special discount code for our listeners as well. Get 10% off your first month with the discount code POWEROFUS. And if you can't afford it, there is financial aid for those that qualify. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash powerofus. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash powerofus.
Hey guys, welcome back. So I find myself in this mess because of my frustration. I'm, I'm frustrated, and, okay. and and I'm and I'm going back because I'm not depressed. I'm okay. just right. I, I'm frustrated, and and it kind of feels like anger. Like, and I, I text you the other day, and I, I just I couldn't not like you have seen me frustrated. You have seen something wrong with me. You have seen me negative, but I hadn't opened up to you. Well, no. The thing is, the reason I know you haven't blown up. And I totally appreciate that. Abel's not the type of man to blow up. And the reason we're telling you guys this, and this isn't one of those lighthearted, funny shows. This is one of those we're 100% real so that we can help you. I want you to look into your home. Because maybe your husband doesn't blow up, you know, doesn't scream because that's not, that's not Abel. Your frustration is you implode. You were, you were exploding on the inside and I could see it in your face. And not only that, but then you get really quiet. Like yeah. the house is just quiet. Like there is no conversation between us. And when there is, it's very superficial to the point where I know it's superficial. Like how was your, how was your day? It was good. Like I even know not to answer with 100% honesty of like, I had a really bad day. I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that I'm scared that July 2nd is coming up and she's not here. I can't tell you that I'm excited that July 2nd is coming because I get to give her her makeup line. I I can't tell you my joys or my happiness because there's a wall. So I need you to, to look at your spouse and see like, I don't think you're hiding it from me because like, you, you don't hide stuff. I just know that you're living it because the house is quiet. Whenever we're alone, you're on your phone. We're eating at the dinner table. I ask you a question and I get a one-word answer. So I know. I'm like, okay, he's he's not here. He's in his head. He's in one of the rooms in the house. He's thinking about the electricity. He is not here. So, I mean, look at your spouse. Look at your kids. Are they not there anymore? Are they going through something on the inside you know, are they battling with anger and frustration, with depression, with negativity? Um, and and that's what happens with you, babe. I can just tell. And yeah, you know, there's something that I want to make clear. When when your spouse goes through this, just know that I don't think any anybody that goes through this wants to be there wants to be in this negative frustrated or, or whatever spot that they're that they're in but just just know that we we look back and we regret all the quiet times all the imploding all the one word answers all the all the time that I could have had in this last month month and a half of sharing moments with you I look back and I'm like damn I could have done a lot better she didn't deserve that because know that the love is still the same. Nothing is changing. Mm-hmm. It's not like I love you less or I don't care about you anymore. It's, 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 I don't know how to put it. Sometimes, sometimes it, that dicho that they say where it's like, Te aguas en un vaso de agua. Mm-hmm. When you, when you get into this, this like funk, it feels like that. It feels like everything, both big, huge things, like you getting fired from your job and stuff like that makes you feel this way. And then also small things like me getting a bad haircut or, or I don't know, a tire popping that I fix the tire 
and I made it to the to the thing, but it's like, oh great, wow, this this is this this checks out. This is my life. Yeah. You know? And uh, it's just been one of those seasons lately for me. But I look back and I, and that's where I am right now, which is why I'm I wanted to do this podcast. It's like we love you guys the same. Like nothing changes. I they're just going through something that I want gone. And the key thing is, is how do you get rid of it? How do I not let it come back? I just have to let go of me being in control mm-hmm. and really have God be in control. Because, I mean, you mentioned something today about me knowing my Bible verses or me having something to lean back on and, and lean on to. And you've done a great job of, of trying to cheer me up with the word. You've sent me amazing 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 verses about god's promises for us specifically for us that you found in the bible and be like this is our season and this is what he's telling us right and and then i know my bible verses in in, in the stuff that i know that he has a promise in the future and stuff like that and in this time it sometimes sometimes i do feel like some like god god might be upset and so mm-hmm. you go through that you go through that too where you're like, I, I, I think, I think God's upset at me, or I think that He's just not like, He's not like looking at me right now. Like you get me? Like mm-hmm. right now, it's it's not like. So what happens when God's upset? It's, it's well, one, it's never God's fault that that he, if He would be upset, but I don't think He is ever upset. That's not the right answer. That's a stupid answer, and I'm I'm a lot more mature and a lot more wise in 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 in, in being a son of God to even know that. But you just you kind I you kind of get to that point where you're like I don't know what else it could be other than other than just He's not like about me right now. You know. The thing is, is that sometimes we see God the way humans are. Like if our dad was upset, he'd scold us. He'd punish us. He'd not talk to us. So when when we say God's upset, because I felt that too, like, oh man, I'm, I totally messed up on this and the church is so mad at me. Yeah. So you think like, oh, the church represents God, right? Right. So he must be mad. So he turned away for a while. And yeah. I mean... Say God was mad, because God gets mad. God, you know, the Bible says, you know, God's wrath or God's anger. But if he were mad, say it, I don't know, hypothetically, it would be because we sinned. Right. And if we sinned, then we repent, turn our ways, and you know, fall on to Jesus and say, you died on the cross for this sin. Yeah. And then it's done and well, we're reconciliated. Well, you know, in this but time... But we're not really receiving that. In this time, I've been... I've been quiet with you and I've been quiet with God too. I know. And that... Uh, geez, I think in this last week and a half, I, I think I've only talked to him to complain. You know? And and that's wrong of me, because God doesn't deserve that from me. Um, he doesn't just deserve to like hear like God, you must like really hate me or like what then what am I doing wrong? You know. Things and the like thing that. is, baby, is that even without knowing, and that's why I today I'm just like I gave up. I'm done. 
Like I really tried yesterday. I tried the day before. I tried the day before. I tried the day before. And then today, when you complain about a haircut, and which would normally be a, like a normal thing. Like I get you when you get a bad haircut. I know that's a thing that you go through. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, dude, they messed up his hair. Oh, you know, it'll be fine, babe. You're a cutie. You'll, you know, you'll put on a hat or it'll grow back in two weeks. Like it's good. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, you'll pop right back and be like, yeah, you know what? Eh, it'll be fine, babe. Give it, give it three days and I'm good again. But you're not going to do that. You're going to be stuck on this bad haircut for days. Yeah. And I'm like, oh gosh, you know, like I can't lift him up from a darn haircut. Like I can't, I, I, I don't have the energy. I'm worried about Casey and her dating. I'm worried about Casey and her relationship with her dad. I can't worry about your haircut. I'm not going to do this. So yeah. I just gave up and I, and I'm like, I'm done. Abel. I'm done because I knew you weren't talking to God. And this seems crazy, but we're connected. We're one spirit. So I knew that you weren't connected with God because be, since you are one of the leaders of this home, when you are not connected to God, I can tell. Yeah. Now I completely understand what you're saying. Jeez. Um, How do I put it? You know, I I think that that's the that's the worst thing that I can do, is is just be away from God, and I and I think that that's really been what's affecting me, honestly. Yeah. I, I honestly think that that's the. And that is where I'm frustrated. That's the key. My frustration does not come from you having a bad moment. It's from you me. You are human. It's from me knowing what I got to do and, and not for whatever. Doing it. And, and it's insanity because I've been here before and you know what the answer is, you know? So, I mean, thank you. And I guess for, for you guys, for you guys listening, like, yes, thank you. Thank you, wives, wives or husbands who support or, or cheerlead or lift up and stuff like that. But I mean, it's, it's us, it's us and what we're going through and how we need to handle it is either by seeking God or by understanding that time is not is not of our own and and like we have no control over time and honestly God is, has everything in control and you just got to really have peace you really got to have peace in that everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to work out life is going to work out the way it's supposed to work out and, that, and that, that's what that's what you got to do babe i guess what i see in you is that you've dealt so much so many things by yourself being the son of a single mom yeah. and being a latchkey kid, you've done so much by yourself. Yeah. And you survived, man. And you got to where you got by yourself. But you got so used to being by yourself that you either don't use the resources around you yeah. or you don't want them because it makes you feel weaker to get help, because it makes you feel less smart, because it makes you feel less of a man. But you literally have the creator on your side and you won't allow him to help you and when you don't allow him to help you he can't enter our home all the way yeah we're we we both bring in god we both bring him into this relationship and i'm like okay you know god wants to give us favor god wants to give us word god wants to cheer us on god wants to console us god wants to you know teach us and it's all me, and the other half is supposed to be you. We're getting half the lessons, half the help, half everything. Yeah. Because you're so used to not having a dad, and not having an older brother, and not having a cousin, and not having friends, that you have them now. Yeah. 
You have God and you have your mom and you have me and there are other men in our lives that maybe they can't give you a hundred because they have their own families. But, yeah. you know, there are men in your life that you can call them. Hey, dude, give me advice. Yeah. And you don't call until the, 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 the poop hit the fan. Yeah. When you could have called before. So I'm asking you as a wife to please allow others to help us. We don't have to live alone. Yeah. We can have counselors, mentors, and we can definitely have God. He is our helper. You don't even have to ask, like, God, how do I rush this house? You don't even have to. You could just say, Holy Spirit, help. Yeah. And he will come. I just need to know that you're really doing it with faith and knowing that he's going to come through for you. Yeah. And if we're going through this, then he, this can be one of the times where he shows you and where you come back and say, you know, he came through. Yeah. He came through in Downey. He came through in Pico. He came through and he's going to come through now. Like, yeah. I need you to grab onto that. Yeah. And, and allow God to really, really come 100% into this. Because I don't have the solution for you. The contractor might not have the solution for you. Edison didn't have the solution for you. God did. But you want God to work under your terms, your way, your time. And God is not your employee. Yeah. So you got to say, you know what, God, I, I hope this house is done in a week. But if it is not, you know why. Yeah. Maybe you're fixing something at the city. Maybe you're fixing something in the foundation. So I'm just going to have to wait. And I'm going to tell my wife, baby girl, I know you want to move in. Yeah. God is telling me to wait. Okay. You're right. Whatever, it is. obviously this is this is has to deal with what we're going through right now. But I mean, just apply it. You can apply it to what it is that you're going through. Um, I want to just pray for everybody that that goes through this from this point of view, because I know what it's like on your family. I've seen it happen in my family, and I know what it's like on you. I know that you want everything to get better for your family. You want everything to be okay and work out for your family. You're stressed, you're frustrated, you're angry, you're depressed, you're you're all these things above because you want something better for your family. But what your family needs is you, man. What your yeah. family needs is you. They need you to be okay. They need you to be happy. They need you to be there yeah. physically, mentally emotionally there every night instead of worried or wherever your mind is at in whatever room your mind is at or, or whatever box or whatever scenario your mind is thinking of. And if you're going through frustration, depression, anger, whatever emotion you're going through, don't go through it alone. You have a partner. You have a, sp a spouse is, is a companion of life. Be vulnerable. Let him and her know and if you are the, the other party that happens to be strong in this moment, don't judge because you could be there two weeks from now yeah. or you have been there. Be kind, be soft. And if you have to be firm, do, if you have to, you know, say a truth, always do it with love. Yeah. Do firmness with love. I was a little firm on Abel today, but it was just a little shaking. It wasn't belittling. It wasn't mean. It was, yeah. babe, I'm tired. Sure. I can't do this anymore. Trying to wake him up, saying, okay, but I'll wake up now because now yeah. I'm drowning and yeah. I need you to pick me up. And and thank God he did and he will and you start again tomorrow and and you're there for each other. And if you are that that positive, glass half full, you know, the word says, don't get tired of doing what's, what's good. 
Yeah. Don't get tired. It is tiring. Take a break. Do some you time. Take a spa day. Take a prayer day. Take a night with your your sisters, your girls, and then come back and be like, all right, babe, I'm rejuvenated to carry this load together. Now, I'm going to get a little biblical really quick. Um, un yugo desigual, which we hear a lot in the Bible of being of different yoke. It's it's two mules that were put together with a piece of wood on their neck to be able to carry weight together. An uneven yoke means that one is carrying more weight than the other. That's that's the the very mechanical definition of it. So some people say, oh, different age, different religion. Yeah, that could be because one person is carrying more of the spiritual weight. But sometimes it becomes an uneven yoke in that one person is doing more of the labor one person is carrying more of the financial stress. One yeah. person is carrying more of the emotional stress. More, One person does more with the kids. And, and in this case, sometimes one person has more of the hopeful outlook. And yeah. it, it can get uneven. So all you have to ask your spouse is, get even with me. Yeah. Because it, my neck is getting really heavy and really tired. I need you to carry some of the weight. And as a woman, you're strong enough to do it. God equipped you. And as a man, you're strong enough to do it too. Like balance out your weaknesses and strengths so that the yoke is even. And that just means the weight is even. And always remember that Christ says that his yoke is not heavy. Yeah. That you can come to him, all who are weary and tired, and go to him and put all your cares on him and trust him and carry his yoke. Because his yoke is light. That's because he's doing most of the work. Yeah. But you and I, babe, I want to carry this with you. I don't know how. I can't talk to the contractor. I can't. But but know that I'm praying with you. Tell me what the issue is. I will pray about it and God will hear us and we will battle this together. You are not alone building this house. Yeah. I'm with you in different ways. I am with you carrying, give me some of your stress because I know where to put it. I'm going to put it all right back on Christ, but really give it to me or give it to him and say, you know, Lord, I'm tired. My, my swagger, I need, you know, whatever it is. You know, um, thank you for, I guess that shaking today because it reminded me of what priority is. And that's my family. It reminded me of what priority is. And that's you, not this house, you know? My priority had become finishing this house for my family. And then yeah. my family is going to go back to being my priority. And that was wrong. And I think we do that a lot. Finish, and I thank you even for that. Because you know, you're so beautiful, babe, to think of us. Like, I don't want to diminish that. You, so, I know you're doing this for us. But I know you guys need me more than this I just, house. You know? I just miss you. I know, baby. So let's pray. God, I thank you so much for this conversation. I thank you, God, for what you did in our relationship today and opening up this conversation so that we can both speak, heal, and vent, and and get it out there and just work this out. But God, I pray for every relationship that goes through this because it's, it's, it can go on for months, God. And then that's when these relationships begin to deteriorate and you begin to lose each other. And then once once you get to that place, finally, of when you made that business, that 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 your own business successful, your marriage and your relationship is messed up. And God, we don't want that. We pray, Lord, that every relationship can be able to do both simultaneously. Yes, Lord. And that 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 weight, Father God, can be carried by both. That the man yes. doesn't feel like he has to carry everything and make all the money, and she just has to stay home and be 
be pretty and cooking and stuff like that or or vice versa yeah. you know that that everybody can help each other whether if it's she doesn't make the money but she can help make decisions and and pick this and pick that or, or help him you know just everybody just work together god yes God, I ask you, Lord, to take away any machismo that might be within us mm. that makes us not want to talk to our wives about the problems that we're going through. It makes us not want to just be vulnerable with our wives and stuff like that because then that'll lead to imploding as well. Oh, Jesus, I pray, Lord, because I know so many, so many, so many marriages go through this. Yeah. I pray, Lord, that this can be a blessing to them, that they can really realize this and now begin to use tools and prevent things from happening before they happen again. But more than anything, just be able to just lift their hands up in the air, look up to the sky and know that their hope comes from you. Yes. Know that you are to have all the timing in your hands, so that you have everything perfectly organized and ready and set and that. You never fail. Honestly, you always come through. Amen. So God, I ask you to take it away from me and take it away from everybody else that's listening to this and is going through this as well. And help us, Lord, be smarter in the next time this kind of stuff sneaks around. Because the devil can't get into our marriages if, right. if we have the ability, the power, and the resources to know that we can find them in you. And that we can have faith and peace and, and, and just be hopeful in you. Thank you, God, so much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. We'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. Lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis, o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast, a partir de este 7 de abril. <música>